Oh, hey. Hey. Welcome in. Devin, how we doing? It's a, it's a great week for football. How, how are you doing? Week. I'm doing wonderful. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, heard the Packers got a, a decent win Sunday. Very exciting win. Much needed. You know what? I really think that that was our toughest game for the rest of the year. Before, if we somehow do make the playoffs, I believe that is our toughest regular season game left just because of the fact, yes, it was against a good team. We were down by 14 entering the fourth and just getting the monkey off our back from a five-game losing streak. So are we going to not give any mention to the fact that you guys still have to play the 8-1, and one, now Eagles, and you have the Tennessee Titans this week. And the 8-1 and one Vikings. But yes, I believe that we have played our hardest game of the year to win because of all the factors that were against us. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's better I... teams. We will definitely play better teams, but I think that was the toughest mentally that we had. Fair enough. Given all the circumstances, yes, uh, you might find yourself in a similar circumstance down the road, and you guys will be better for it because you've done it already. Right. Uh, you know, I think Kansas City's really good at that because they've, they're always in those situations. You know, they get down 10, and they're no strangers to it because they're down 10 and come back and win all the time. Right. Um, I think I told you the year that we won the Super Bowl – I said our playoff slogan should have been go down by 10 to win. Right. Because that was that was what they did, and it worked every single time. See, and that's been something that we have not been very good at in the past. Well, since really since Matt LaFleur got in, like we haven't had like many comebacks. And if it is, I mean, it's usually less than double digits. It, we haven't really been known as that comeback team. And to see that this week, that was that was special. It felt good. I imagine it did feel good. Uh, Chiefs took care of business this weekend out in Arrowhead. Got to go uh, watch the game again. Again. It was a, it was a good one to be there for. Had um, some interesting plays that we'll get into a little bit later. Um, some flags that should have happened and didn't. But uh, other than that, the Chiefs offense looked good. Uh, they found their running game. They did. Exactly what I said they should do last week. Um, they spread the ball around more. They got some of those jet sweeps involved. They went to only two running backs for the most part. They stuck with it. And even after the fumble, they kept feeding Pacheco. And uh, I, I really think after the, the, juju sh- the juju hit, he was running a lot harder. You know, trying to, I don't want to say make up for what happened but you know he he had something more to play for for the game you know right uh but yeah he had a, a good game got a career high 16 carries in the game Mahomes threw for 300 yards again and once again is still sitting on top of the MVP standings absolutely also what happened on Sunday is uh the eight and one Vikings took down Buffalo did us a little favor, and the Chiefs once again sit in the driver's seat in the AFC, just like everybody said they wouldn't this year. Yep, they're sitting pretty, and uh, we are not currently. But uh, that's okay. You got you and Buffalo are in the same position in your league, right? Are in your division? 
Uh, no, because we're not quite yet in the playoffs. Buffalo is the sixth seed. Right, yeah, man. but oh, you said seeding. the division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're no, because you're second in your division. My bad. Uh, Buffalo's third in their division. If you didn't know. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, Jets. Yeah, the, and the Dolphins. Well, I knew Dolphins yeah. were first. Yeah, they both have tiebreakers over the Bills. When all three have the same record, so the Bills are in third place in their own division. Yikes. Yeah. However, I do think they're still the best team in that division. Yes, uh, on paper and proven-wise, I, I would agree with you, but uh, Miami looks to be something to deal with. They're high-flying. They remind me a lot of the Cincinnati Bengals last year. I mean, wide receivers just lighten you up. I'd give them the Bengals feel from last year or the 2018 Chiefs feel where their offense just burst onto the scene and yeah, they weren't going to be stopped. Right. Um, defense is something yeah, to be desired. Yeah, their defense is still... Um, they got good players there, though. Yeah. Yeah, they brought in Bradley Chubb. Obviously, Xavier Howard and uh, Jordan Phillips. Yep. Young guy. Um, yeah, great. But um, figured we'll kind of break the streak because I actually have a little bit to talk about. I'll go through the game a little bit more in depth this week. So get this game rolling. Cowboys fans, I hope you're ready for this. Yeah. Um, game started out, I mean, it – not too terrible. Um, they end up scoring first. No big deal. Uh, we come right back. Touchdown. Man, Christian Watson, that just was like, you could just feel the flip of a switch. He just got that out of his head from week one with that one catch. I mean, it looked so similar and everything, It just except for he capitalized. And it kind of makes me wonder, and I've seen a few other people wondering how much effect did that first catch have on the season if he caught that are we sitting as a better team right now i don't know we will never know but regardless christian watson has burst onto the scene people that beautiful touchdown and he were well, you wearing your watson jersey no and you know what i told you before season i'm not going to be superstitious this year right so let's get into this a little bit i have worn Every jersey I own this year. I have Cobb, I have Alexander, Stokes, Rogers, and Christian Watson. You're We're not all superstitious, five. but you are a little stitious. And we have lost one game in each of those jerseys. So none of them had been working. But you know what? It was a little chilly this weekend. My Packer hoodie, my Salute to Service hoodie. Mm-hmm. You want to know where that's been for the last six weeks? Where's that? Sitting in the house that I'm building, uh, just sitting on a dresser. It's It's been in there since our last win. Mm. I wore that. Sounds no like jersey. you shouldn't be uh, taking that off for the rest of the season. Yep. I have my... Uh, I, I now know what the whole problem was. The, the fucking hoodie was out in the garage, dude. Like, got the hoodie back in, put it on, and we're back in business. Being a minority owner, obviously... Your luck has control over the team. I hope so. Hey, I mean, anyways, get back <laughs> into it. After uh, Christian Watson's big touchdown, uh, Aaron Jones gets a high-flying Michael Jackson touchdown. That wasn't a Michael Mar- Jackson touchdown. Well, yeah, Marshawn Lynch, sorry. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it was like the Michael Jackson move. You put some respect on Beast Mode's name. Hey, but it was the Michael Jackson move. Anyways, Marshawn Lynch, Michael Jackson, same thing. Touchdown. <laughs> 
Hold on. <laughs> You're not going to get away with that comparison. Don't do not do that. Anyways, he gets a touchdown. Touchdown. And then Dallas makes a run there at the end of the half, get another touchdown. And uh, I was feeling good. We were uh, re- receiving the second half touchdown, or the second half kickoff. <laughs> we were receiving the second half kickoff, and I was like, okay, we can get back rolling here, man. We did nothing. And it started to look ugly. It started to look like the past few weeks, and Dallas ended up scoring 21 unanswered. And uh, you even text me, and I said, man, well, it was fun while it lasted. Down 14 going into the fourth, and Christian Watson, just two more touchdowns back-to-back. Another big bomb play, and then they followed it up. They got a turnover, got the ball right back. Short, easy touchdown. Three on the day for him. First time a Packers rookie has done that since 1978. Been a couple years. A couple of them. Um, so yeah, that was, that was excellent to see. It made me very happy with the, uh, Jersey choice I made. Not saying that he's better than Romeo. They're both still very good. And I think that can be a solid duo, but it made me finally happy with the purchase I made. Yeah. So tell me about these chiefs. Uh, I didn't get to see much of the game. I was otherwise occupied for most of it. So tell uh, me what happened. Well, as I told you last week. Um, the Chiefs are still public enemy number one in the AFC. Uh, no matter who we play, we're going to get the best game out of anybody. And the coin toss, it started with the coin toss. Our captains that we sent out, um, we won the coin toss. They obviously did not get the memo that you defer if you win. They said, uh, we're going we're gonna to take the ball. So to open up the game, Jacksonville starts off with an onside kick that they recovered. And no doubt. They immediately started to try to set the tone for what they wanted to do for the day. Um, luckily, Chiefs defense was up to the task. They stopped them, forced three and out. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah it was three and out. That was right. They forced three and out. Um, offense starts driving down the field. Like I said, they were giving it to Pacheco. He had a couple of good runs in there. Mahomes hits a couple of good passes. They get down inside the red zone, hand it to Pacheco, and he fumbles coming through the line. Jaguars hop on it. Still zeros on the board. So at that point, I was like, ah, that doesn't look good. You know, based on what we've seen this year from the running backs, I figured that would probably be Pacheco's last play. I didn't want it to be. But giving having three running backs in the backfield. I figured they'd switch it up. Um, defense stops him again, and first play back out on the field, they hand it right back to Pacheco, picks up a 13-yard run. And uh, the I, it was kind of like what they did with uh, Kareem Hunt in his NFL debut. You know, they mentioned on the broadcast that he had never fumbled through college, and his first play in the NFL he put the ball on the ground yep and the exact same thing next drive they handed it to him and the rest was history for him yep so they they did the exact same thing with Pacheco they gave him the ball he picked up 13 and that started that drive off uh they get down into the red zone again and Mahomes hits Kadarius Tony on a little out route 
he does his walk the tightrope, hopping into the end zone for his first NFL touchdown. That didn't take long. It did not. You know, it took him uh, a year and a half with New York to rack up 200 yards. Um, uh, I, I think it's 240. He racked up 180 of those in one game. And in two weeks with the Chiefs, he is only 20 yards behind Sky Moore for receiving already. So, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, yeah. With McCole Hardman being out for the game, uh, I was kind of figuring that Tony might take some of his snaps. He did. Um, he got the targets mm-hmm. receiving. He was also the one they were handing the ball to on the jet sweeps or end arounds, whatever it is. And he had a couple of big runs that way. Uh, he had a great catch late in the game, high point of the ball. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen the video of that. If you look closely, uh, there there's a camera angle where they only follow Tony on the play. And as the ball is being thrown, he is adjusting his gloves mid-route and then turns and high points the ball for a super athletic catch. Love kind to of, see it. Kind of, kind of a little flex in there. Yep. But yeah, uh, we scored quickly on that second drive. And then uh, start of the second quarter, went down, got another one, up 14-0. And it was, I think we gave the ball back to them with a minute before half. And they're driving down. Oh, uh, I skipped over the major part in the second quarter. Um Juju runs a route out in the flat. Mahomes throws it to him. And Cisco from the Giants, their safety, or Giants, the Jaguars, their safety, comes down and lowers his shoulder and his head, hits Juju in the head. He immediately goes into the fencing position, much like Tua did. Super scary hit. Uh, He laid down on the he was down on the field for three or four minutes before they finally he, w- he was able to get up on his own well not exactly on his own but he was able to get up uh kelsey, didn't leave on a stretcher no he didn't um kelsey and i think it was mckinnon helped him down the stairs into the locker room and then they both came back out uh i saw a, a quote from pacheco during or it was right after that hit he said you know you see hits like that on tv but it's different being when it happens right in front of you and he was like it it was super emotional you know i had tears in my eyes that's your brother that's somebody you want to play for and i just wanted to run harder after that right so you know like i said i i think that was a a big thing for him that he wanted to go play for juju you know right pick it up so uh the chiefs are down two wide receivers Tony stepped up. He did what he had to do during the game. Anyways, we get the ball back to Jagu- the Jaguars right before half. And the first time the refs fucked us after picking up the flag on Juju, um, there was about 16 seconds left in the half. Jaguars catch the ball down at the two-yard line. And they hit him and keep him in bounds. The refs say he stepped out of bounds and stopped the clock. At 16 seconds left, which, of course, gives Jacksonville, who has no timeouts, a chance to line up and get six. They do so immediately, and they score They score seven. 
Chiefs come out on offense, fumble the ball again, Jaguars get it, and they're in prime field goal position. They ran one play, brought out their kicker. Luckily, I don't know what was going on with their kicker. Luckily, it was not his day Sunday. Uh, he had, I think, two missed field goals. That was one of them. Chiefs go in at uh, half. I believe they went in at half 20-7 to because we only scored seven points in the second half, strangely enough. For uh, that, that was the other thing. For as well as our offense played, um, we only put up 27, which is still a good number, but it's not as much as I would have thought it would have been if you'd have just showed me the stat line. Right. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it, it was a it was a good game. Um, had a lot of a lot of people getting involved that you know needed to step up when we needed them the most. Absolutely. You had. Excuse me. You had uh, Kadarius Tony stepping up. Um, MVS had a couple of big catches. Uh, one of them came in the fourth quarter to ice the game. He had a great catch on the sidelines, hauled it in, kept control, kept his feet in bounds, toe drag swag, all that good stuff. How you feeling on him so far? Uh, you know, uh, jury's still out for me. He's st- he's a decent receiver. I'd like to see more out of him, obviously, but also with the offense that we're running as much as we spread the ball around it's it's hard to say you know he's he's really good or he's really bad either way right um you know kelsey's the the main pass catcher so you know he's gonna get his 18 to 20 targets a game ridiculous and then yeah and then juju's gonna be secondary target and from there you just fill in the gaps you know you've got MVS running routes. You've got McColl running routes. You've now got Kadarius Tony out there running routes. Jody Fortson's out on the field. Noah Gray's out on the field. Sky it's Moore just, sometimes. Yeah, Sky Moore looks like um, he's probably going to have to sit this one out and wait until next year before he gets some What's going actual. On? Just confused or I, I don't know if it's uh, rookie growing pains or what you'd call it. Um, for the most part, it, it just seems like maybe he wasn't picking up the offense quick enough, and I, I think he'll still get some snaps in there, but I think for the most part, this will probably be a, a quote-unquote redshirt year. Right. You know, just kind of sit behind the veteran guys, see how we run the offense, get your plays down, and then we'll incorporate you more next year probably. Yeah. Because I I truly feel like this is McCall Hardman's last year with the Chiefs. Um. I think he'll get I don't think he'll get Christian Kirk money, but he'll get um, you know, somewhere around that. You really I don't think, think he'll be close to twenty? I don't think he's getting it from the Chiefs. Uh I I don't think he's gonna get twenty. Like I said, I, I think it'll be somewhere around that fifteen to eighteen million a year. It won't be from the Chiefs, but somebody'll value his uh skill set enough that they'll give him a contract. It'll it won't be like Tyreek Hill because we won't get a trade back for it. He's a free agent after this right. year. But, uh, you know, I, I think it'll be similar to that where the Chiefs don't want to pay whatever he wants. Yep. Go get your money, man. Go do you. Thanks for your service. That kind of thing. Yeah. And I think at that point that'll be when you see Sky Moore get a little more involved in this offense. But until then, I would think it's safe to say to that uh, Kadarius Tony's going to take his touches for now. Yep. It looks to be that way. Um, so, yeah, the 
Don't want to dabble on a little uh, Packer news real quick. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, Amari Rogers finally cut by the Packers. It took long enough. Uh, like you said, he's got eight career receptions and seven career fumbles lost. Uh, yeah, that's terrible, dude. I mean, he should have been gone a long time ago. The dude doesn't understand how to return a football to save his life. Um, and he can't make his way to play with the offense unless we literally have no one else to put out there. Um, but yep. Glad to see him gone. Uh, one I was surprised about though. We, uh, let go Kylan Hill, our third string running back. We just activated him off IR. He played, uh, I think he played two games ago. So he would have been in the Buffalo game. And I believe he, I know he had a run in the Buffalo game. Didn't really see him in the Dallas game, but uh, just kind of confusing because I was pretty excited to see him maybe work his way into the offense a little bit. Another good running back, so I don't know what we're going to go for there, but um, both spots it looks like have already been filled with D.D. Westbrook coming aboard and also Randall Cobb getting activated off the IR. So Rogers getting back his, uh, I will say, his most trustworthy target. Um. So that's good to see Christian Watson finally getting some confidence going. Obviously, we're still missing Romeo for probably another five, six. Um, but, hey, I in that game, i seen something we can be happy about, and that's the first time I've felt that we could actually make the playoffs all year. All right. Um, that's all you got? All right. I just spewed my brains out, and you did. All right. Look, I think the idea of the Packers making the playoffs is a far-fetched fantasy at this point. I agree. I, I think you guys are too deep in the loss category, unfortunately. We're only I, two games out, though. I've told you before, I have no reason to dislike the Packers. Oh, I know. So uh, it's not coming from a place of hate. It's just it doesn't look good mathematically for them. Yeah, they're only two games out, but they need everything to go their way for them to make it in. And if they do make it in, they're going to be on the road at what the Vikings potentially who possibly may or may not beat you twice this year. It, it just depends. And I'll, I'll say this. If you guys do make the playoffs and you potentially go on the road to the Vikings, you better hope that it's a primetime game because there is something about, Noon game Kirk Cousins that is just different. You know, that that would be uh there'd be a lot of uh firsts for that game. I mean obviously primetime Kirk Cousins. Uh Rogers does not do well at US Bank ever since his first game there breaking his collarbone. It's just been no bueno. Um Yeah. But hey, uh we already play the Vikings one more time in the regular season too. That's we still have a lot of good teams we play left, so I feel like we can definitely prove ourselves and we can knock down some of those teams that we're close to. We still play Philly, Minnesota, and there was one more that I was thinking, but not right now. So, anyways. Unimportant. Yeah, unimportant. Um, anyways, to, to finish up what I was going on on with the Chiefs. On, on. On, on. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs did everything that I wanted them to last week. They 
they got the the jet sweeps going and the big part was they went with two running backs and stuck with it uh the snap counts from the game you had isaiah pacheco taking the majority at 35 snaps you had mckinnon your third down back slash pass catcher slash all pro right guard uh taking 23 snaps and then at the bottom of the barrel you've got Clyde Edwards-Alaire taking four offensive snaps this week and awesome you know I I might have been a little premature saying that Pacheco would take CEH's job by week three my bad but uh you know I did tell you he was going to take his job and hopefully for for me I hope that Pacheco continues to take his job well, no one um, really expected Edwards Alaire to blow up like he did the beginning of the year. So how can you bench him when he was doing that? Right. And but at this point, you know, I, I've seen enough of what Clyde has to offer. His, I'm going to run straight into the back of my right tackle and then fall down. It gets old quick. Pacheco might run right into the back of the line, but he's going to keep his legs churning. And he's going to get two or three yards out of it. He's right. going to fight, and it it might take two or three guys to bring him down just because he's small and strong and he's gonna keep his legs going absolutely um with that i've noticed that if the chiefs can run the ball decent not even great just decently if they can get to 100 rushing yards it seems like that's the safe number for their offense and that's when their offense looks the best because they're making the defenses respect the run Right. Opens up the passing game more for them. They can run a little play action. And that's that's when they win games and it's never really in question is when the Chiefs get to about 100 yards rushing, it seems. And Interesting. Going forward, you know, that'll that'll be what I'm looking at. You know, when we're getting into the, the third or fourth quarter late in the games, how many rushing yards do we have? Have we been effective this game? You know, are we making them respect the run? If not, then... You know, if the answer is no to that, then more than likely we're either down late in the game or it's a close game and, you know, it feels like it could go either way at that point. Right. So. Before uh, we dive into the NFL, you brought up your stat thing. I reminded me of my stat thing. Seen this the other day. Career wins when trailing by 14 plus points entering the fourth quarter. Aaron Rodgers with three. Peyton Manning with three. Joe Montana, two. Brady one, Elway one, Favre one, Breeze, Marino, and Mahomes zero. That was kind of neat because Rodgers doesn't have very many fourth quarter comebacks, but I guess he's leading the league in fourteen plus comebacks. I got another Aaron Rodgers stat for you. I like those. Aaron Rodgers' twenty pass attempts are the fewest in a game he started and finished since Week Four of two thousand ten against the Lions. Did you know that? I didn't. Well, there you go. Now you know. But I like the year you brought up. Yeah, I'm sure you do. That was a good year. So, as you said, uh, it's about that time to go around the league as soon as I can figure out why my app isn't working for me. Anyways, um, Thursday night, you had the, the Panthers and the Falcons. I told you it was going to be a barn burner. And it actually turned out to be a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, you had P.J. Walker getting hurt. Baker Mayfield came back in. Uh, Panthers won 
comfortably 25-15 over the Falcons. That division is still a mess. Uh, I was the, mostly watching for the helmets. The, the Buccaneers have uh, a lead in the division, but I, I, I wouldn't say one. it's comfortable or convincing. Yeah, it's like the Cowboys last year. They're they're the best of the worst. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, Baker Mayfield will be the starting quarterback of the Panthers this week. We'll see if he can try comeback season part two. Hey. What did you think about those Carolina helmets, though? They look pretty good. I like uh, that. Yeah. I wish more teams would give a black one. I wish more teams would do alternate, alternate helmets ones, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe we talked about this in the, the preseason. And, you know, I told you Clark Hunt's uh, quote on it of he doesn't want to do any alternate uniforms or alternate helmets because he wants to stay true to the Chiefs tradition and all mm-hmm. that. And I get that. But also, like the league's changing. Come on, man! I'm sure Green Bay's give the, the same people way. what they want. Yeah, Green Bay's had the same uniform since the '60s. Look at Chicago; they're they're old as hell, but they're unveiling new uniforms and new helmets. Yeah, like what's the big deal? You change the color of a helmet for a game or two a year. I think if we wore our green and yellow jerseys, you know, our new alternate throwbacks. If we had like a green and yellow helmet with that, man, that looks so good. Oh yeah, there was uh, one other thing I, I was gonna get to on uh, the Juju hit. I was gonna ask you did did you uh, get to get a chance to see that play? I have not seen it, but I've heard about it. To me, it looks like he is one hundred percent targeting Juju's head. Yes, Juju caught the ball and he's trying to turn up field. But also, like he he's hitting him as the ball is getting there. It sure looks to me like a hit on a defenseless receiver. If nothing else, it has to be unnecessary roughness. the The league has called plays like this a certain way for the past three, four years because they they're telling us that they're more into player safety. If you're trying to be more, you know, more pro player safety, why are you not? Why did you pick the flag up on that hit? Because they they announced over the PA system that they were picking up the flag and there was no penalty for unnecessary roughness on the play. So Cisco gets away with that, and two plays later on the exact same drive, he has a similar, what appears to be, dirty hit on Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Very interesting. He leaves his feet, throws his shoulder. Now this one was legal, but he throws his shoulder straight in MBS's spine doesn't look like a very clean hit. Right. And it dislodges the ball. So, you know, it it just feels like once he got away with the juju hit, he decided, oh, I can play the game this way. They're not going to call me on it. So. Right. Yeah. It, it's just. And then, you know, Monday night or Sunday night, you've got um, DJ Greenlaw getting ejected for helmet to helmet on Herbert. And in that one, I, I have every problem with him being ejected the the quarterbacks have to be protect, protected by the NFL because you know they're the face yeah. of their league however once that quarterback leaves the pocket and is running down the field they have said he is no longer a quarterback he is a runner right and if he does not slide feet first he's not giving himself up he is free to hit greenlaw is coming in for a hit and because his teammate hits him from the other side it changes Herbert's trajectory. They hit helmets together. Sometimes football happens. Right. 
Yep. And I seen another play like that the other night. Um, I don't know if it was the same one. I feel like it was more like a couple weeks ago, but it was very similar like that. He was basically tripped into it and uh, and they called it. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. I mean, he clearly slipped into getting it. He wasn't heading at that direction or nothing it just as he fell they happened to connect yeah it, it just doesn't make sense to me because uh, you know the juju hit is obviously more egregious he was coming in with obviously i can't speak for him but it looked like he was coming in with malicious intent yeah he's trying to lay a big hit he hits him in the head juju is immediately posturing that's not a good look, no. especially when you let him continue to play. And then because of that, somebody gets hit helmet to helmet later in the day and you say, no, no, we got to throw him out. Yeah. It, it just, it's stupid. Anyways, uh, continuing around the league, the early morning Sunday game out in Munich, first game played out in Germany. Absolutely. You've got a uh, 45-year-old man. Getting mossed on defense since he slipped and fell. It's, I'll, I'll say this: it's lucky for him that he slipped and fell. I Otherwise, wanted to see him try. And he jump. was either going to get mossed or he was going to get blown up as soon as that ball got there. Because you know, every defender's eyes light up when they see Tom Brady laying out for a pass. That is a free hit on the NFL's golden boy. But I bet most of them don't take it. He's a re- because of who he is. He's a receiver. I know they can, but I think the mindset, it's been drilled so far into their heads. They see Tom Brady out there. Uh, yeah, go go take him down softly. Otherwise, I'm going to get a fine or something. It don't matter if they throw a flag or if it's legal. They're going to find something because you just hit Tom Brady like that. Yeah. Anyways, you had the, the Buccaneers win in that one, 21-16. That was actually a really good game, I thought. It was a good game. Uh, Germany was loud. Yeah. Uh, did you see the, the video of the crowd singing Country Roads? Yep, I did. That was a, it was a good one. You know, it's heartwarming having an entire stadium sing along. Yeah, overseas. Yeah. Uh, next game on the Sunday slate, one we kind of touched on a little bit, the Vikings take down the Big Bad Bills 33-30 in an absolute thriller. What will for sure be game of the year. Dude. You had the catch of the year, the catch of the decade, catch of the century go down. Yeah. Justin Jefferson pulled pulled an OBJ, except for the fact that he was actually defended and one-handed pulled the ball out of the defender's hands. Behind his back? Yeah. Wild. Absolutely nuts. Dude. Yeah, I watched that game and I watched that game. And uh, I was like, man, this is literally the probably the game of the year that I'm watching. And then, yeah, uh, it was just beautiful game. I'm not sure if you just heard our producer's I, I hot take. We have our hot take of the week. She just said uh, OBJ's catch was better. No. I would strongly disagree with this hot take. I would disagree, too. Yeah, it was a one-handed catch straight behind. I, I, the thing is, is I've seen other people do it again. I've seen other people do it since then. This I, is. I'm I not mean, sure if you saw the play that we're talking about. Um, he jumped up one hand behind him. Defender had two hands on the ball, and he ripped it away as he's coming down. It was I mean, okay. 
The the only other catch I feel like uh busted <laughs> this myth has been busted it is a myth uh no but anyways uh personally the only other catch i think that's up there with that was deandre hopkins like in between the legs catch that never counted so it's never been talked about really yep um but yeah that was an absolutely wonderful game to watch and uh i was actually happy to say i watched a fun watch you know vikings game and then because i wasn't initially really looking forward to the next i got a couple fun facts for you okay uh number one there has been two players in the last 10 years to lose a fumble on their own one yard line Uh, number one is josh allen on sunday and the second one is josh allen in 2020 oh that's that's the list those are the two players in the last 10 years Ouch. Yeah. Uh, your other fun fact, Josh Allen is 0-4 in overtime. Mm. 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 Yeah. And he's supposed to be better than Mahomes. Mm. Yeah. Ouch. You can't spell Bills without two straight L's, huh? Mm. Anyways. Just, just roasting. Hey, man. Man. They they won their regular season Super Bowl when they beat us a couple weeks ago. Now it's time for them to do what they did last year and fall behind and come on down to Kansas City for the fifth straight Arrowhead Invitational this January. Anyways, next game, another thriller. You had the Lions winning over the Bears. Uh, I don't know if it was all your shit talking in the uh, like first six weeks of the season, but Justin Fields has come alive. Man. It looks like the second coming of Michael Vick. This Dude, man will run, run all over you. Yeah. And, and he's built for it. Yeah. They've uh, finally gotten, they've finally figured out what they need to do. Yeah. They, they played a, a great game. Fields kept a minute, but uh, they're like his, the lions. Their defense wasn't there. Yeah. It's it's funny that the two teams would play each other because neither of them wanted to play defense. 61 total points in the game and the Bears lose it in yeah. the final seconds. I you know, I really didn't think that the Bears were going to lose cuz I was talking to Cole and he was like, "Oh, they're up 24-10 right now and it was getting close to the end and like, oh, okay, you know, Bears going to win. They're going to probably be on have a better record than the Packers, but hey, they lost. We won. We're back tied at all-time wins. I think that's our biggest crutch of the year is we can't get above them in all-time wins because we tied them when I was at Lambeau, and we've been stuck there ever since going back and forth. Got to wear that hoodie. Hey, you know what's going to be on from here on out. Next game of the week, you got Titans taking a win over Broncos country. Let's try. Let's hide. Uh, big stat Russell Wilson has finally caught up he is now tied he he now has just as many touchdowns as he does bathrooms in his house oh nice Yeah, yeah. we're 10 weeks into the season he just now hit 7 touchdown passes hell yeah yeah Russ is Took still cooking man hey cooking something Titans continue to roll they're they're uh hot they're you guys are equal on one game winning streaks coming in. We'll see if Green Bay can keep it up. Short week. Short week. Let's go. Uh, 
your next game, you got the Dolphins absolutely blowing out the Browns buttholes, <laughs> 39 to 17. Um, it, it was a track meet. Yeah. The Dolphins started it, and much like the Chiefs offense, once you get into that track meet style game, they're just going to run Dude, away with it. they're too fast. I mean, they have Waddle, who is probably the second fastest player in the league. They have Hill, who is the first fastest player in the league. They have Mostert, who is probably the fastest running back in the league. I mean, dude, they're just pew, flash. Gone. Yes. Yeah, uh, the Dolphins are now the two seed in the AFC after the Bills' loss. They are also in control of their division. Um, AFC East is going to be a tough division to come out of. It's looking like they're going to put three teams into the playoffs at this rate. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah the the Bills are sitting third in their own division, and if things don't start going their way, they could stay third in their division since they have to play the Dolphins and the Jets again before the end of the year. Yep. Uh, next up, you got the Giants taking down the Texans, twenty four sixteen. Shocker. Texans are staying hot, one seven and one, and having a hell of a year. Um, looking like they really want that number one pick. So they can find their next touchy-feely quarterback. Before we leave the AFC East, I just seen something. Oh, yeah. What do you got? At this time, if the playoffs started today, all four AFC East teams would be in the playoffs. Patriots the seventh seed? They are. Interesting. Very. Good to know. Um, yeah, the, the Giants beat the Texans. Not surprising. Um, if you don't beat the Texans at this point... It's kind of scary. Yeah. What'd you do wrong? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. And your next game, you got the Steelers taking down the Saints 20-10. to 10. Mike Tomlin has now beat every team except for the Steelers. Yep. All 31 other teams in the NFL. He has a win over them. Yep. He's, he's got to take – he's got to change jobs for one year so he can beat the Steelers and then retire. He just needs to go to whoever plays them week one – Beat them week one. And immediately retire. R- right Just call off it quits. It. Yep. Walk into the Steelers tunnel after the game. There you go. Walk <laughs> with the Steelers yes. into the tunnel, shake all their hands, and say it's been a good run. Yeah. Uh, not a super exciting game, but our next one, it is the talk of the town. This man came off of his couch from a week ago after tweeting that the Raiders look horrible. Jeff Saturday walks into Vegas and hands them an L. Dude, I called it. Like like when the, they first hired him, I was thinking, okay, well, this is odd. But then after his press conference, just like seeing his mindset and how he was approaching it, I felt really good. It was kind of like when Dan Campbell had his introductory kind of interview for the Lions, just felt like a good fit. And that's the feeling I got with Jeff Saturday. Yeah, um, you got the Colts winning and then Derek Carr breaking down and crying in his post-game press conference. Yep. Uh, Sorry I'm getting emotional, man. Yeah, being a Chiefs fan, you know I just absolutely hate to see that. Um, No, we broke this man, and I love it. The Raiders signed up for like four more years of this. Yeah. And that was the the best contract I've seen go out in in recent months. Derek Carr re-signing with the Raiders. Uh, I I can't wait for four more years of Derek Carr. 
he's not the guy, but the Raiders sure think he is. Yep. Um, Devontae Adams did too, apparently. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Sure. Uh, your next game, you got the marquee of all quarterback matchups of the week. You got the Cardinals and the Rams. Cardinals win 27-17. to 17. You know my man Kyler couldn't go 0-3 after the uh, new Call of Duty came out. So he had an injury, of course, and couldn't play. And his backup took on the Rams' backup, and they they pulled out a win. I, I think there was more concerning issues with the Rams after the game. Uh, Cooper Cup looking to be out for some time. Yeah, I, I think that uh, effectively ends the Rams' season. Who's yeah. Matthew Stafford going to throw the ball to now? He's only got two white receivers to throw it to now. Yeah. Well, he's, he's fucked. And then just one, and then one's a tight end? Yeah. Yeah. A tight end that yeah. is still a receiver when he's catching the ball. Well, whatever. Get fucked. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Sunday night game of the week. 49ers taking a win over the Chargers. Um, in case you didn't pay attention, that's all three teams in the AFC West losing when the Chiefs win. That means that this Sunday night, when the Chiefs play the Chargers, they can effectively wrap up their division without ever playing the Denver Broncos. Wow. By week 11, the Chiefs can have a 99% chance of winning their division. It would give them a three-game lead. I, actually, I believe it's a three-game lead now. It would give them a four-game lead in the division over the Chargers. And we, like I said, we haven't played Denver, who hasn't beat us since Peyton Manning was their quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a pretty pretty stat. Yep. For, you know, uh, a team that was supposedly going to finish third in their division behind Denver and the Chargers. Interesting. Doing all right. Yeah. Um, my my good take from the 49ers game, um, only Mike Shanahan would trade for Christian McCaffrey and then give Elijah Mitchell 18 touches. Kyle Shanahan. Uh, you knew what I meant. Yeah. Fuck you. Had to. Either way, man gave Elijah Mitchell 18 touches out of the backfield. Uh, what are you doing? Christian McCaffrey has already shown you He's explosive in this offense. Why are you taking touches from him? I don't know. Why did... Another good question. Um, why did Eno Benjamin get fucking cut? Who knows? He started, what, four games with Connor out and did excellent? Makes sense. Yeah. And then... And then... The Monday night game, the Eagles fall to the Commanders 32-21... The entirety of the Eagles fan base is salty. They're calling it a fake win. It doesn't matter. That L is still on your record. You are now 8-1. and one. You're no longer undefeated. Yeah, there was some big missed penalties. But unfortunately, just like every other team in the NFL, you just got to deal with it. Yeah. Because, yeah, missed penalties or penalties against you can ruin your whole game and cost you the game, but there's nothing you can do about it. See, and I was really hoping that Philly would win this week and next week, so that way we could have a chance to knock them off their high horse, but whatever. It is what it is. Yep. 
the uh, fraud has ended, and we're moving on to the next week. Yeah. So, our next week primetime games hit those real quick. Thursday night, we've got a team coming into Lambeau. They've got a, a pretty decent running back. I don't know if you've heard of him. We've never let him get 100 yards against us. Ooh. We'll see if you regret saying that next week. We'll hope that you don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm we hoping for the Packers' for well. playoff dreams that y'all don't let him get to 100 yards. Because I think if he does, it's probably not looking great for you guys. But we'll see how the game goes. Yeah. Hey, just need Christian Watson to speed past everyone again. Dude, he is fast. Like, fast, fast. Like, so fast, he looks fast, makes fast guys look not fast. Not fast. Yeah. Anyways. Your Sunday night game of the week. You got the Chiefs going to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Out Seems there like in... you guys just got a weekly schedule of Sunday night football anymore. Hey, people <laughs> want to see good teams play, man. Hey, I got you. Uh, so, yeah, the Chiefs are headed out to Arrowhead West. A uh, little home game on the road there. Uh, hopefully wrap up the division, take care of business, and we'll we'll move on to the Rams after that, which... Everybody knows that's going to be a tough one. And the Monday night game for next week, you've got the 49ers heading down to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Coin flip. Um, Not sure if Kyler's going to be in or not. If he is, uh, you get to see Kyler Murray right after the new Warzone drops. You know he's a big Call of Duty fan. I'd probably take the 49ers in this one. I'll really be hoping on the Cardinals because uh, we need we need 49ers to drop a couple. Yes, you Just do. Just two, though. Just two. It would have been nice if they would have uh, ended up shitting it away the rest of the way last night. There for <clears throat> mm-hmm. Anyways, there for a while last night. Not last night, but two nights ago, Sunday night. I, uh, I thought Chargers had a chance, but oh well. It is what it is. I was hoping they'd drop that one, and then all we need is one more. No, you were hoping that the uh, 49ers won because... You already stated that we're cheering for winning teams this year. We're seven and two. We're four and six. Case in point. Anyways, you can always send us in some hot takes to cheeseandarrows22 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at cheese, the letter N, arrows. And you can also find us on Facebook at Cheeseheads and Arrowheads. Logan, you ready for next week? Only two days. Only two days. Yep. Short week. Yum, 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 yum. For fuck's sake.